Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. And thank you, as always, to everybody who submitted stories. You did uh, we this. We got a ton you, of submissions. You did this. You did. Uh, and as always, they were all amazing, just like you are all amazing, all of our amazing listeners. And to Matt, Robert, Ed, Joe, Nick, Barstool Large, and everybody else who submitted the story about herpes monkeys, do not worry. We're not doing it today, but we will talk plenty about herpes monkeys on Florida Man Friday this week. Now, There's a bunch of other cats that also submitted that story, too. So we got to, yeah. Will didn't right. mention them that, all, but we will mention you guys on Friday, Florida Man Friday. I mentioned six names, and that was not nearly as many as, <laughs> as submitted it. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, so today, the order is going to be Pat, myself, and then Wes. So, Pat, get us kicked off. All right, guys, this one's a little crazy. and comes from Hardo Hive member at Frizz the Shit. So, 46-year-old Lori Vallow, the mother of two missing Idaho kids, has been found in Hawaii with a new husband, and that's 51-year-old Chad Daybell, after police pulled over the newlyweds on Saturday. So, bear with me, guys. This yeah. one's interesting. So, right. Yeah, the bizarre chain of events that leads to her being uh, discovered uh, began last July when Lori Vallow's estranged husband, Charles Vallow, was shot and killed by Lori's brother, Alex Cox, after an altercation in Phoenix. So Lori's married husband shot dead by her brother. Uh, Her brother, Alex Cox, claims the shooting is in self-defense and the case is still under investigation. Right. That was until December when Alex Cox, Lori's brother, died mysteriously of unknown causes. Authorities are still waiting for toxicology reports. Uh Uh-oh. Right. So when her... So with her her husband dead. So so her her husband was killed by her brother, who never went to jail for it. Exactly, because he got killed first. Because he he died then Mysteriously. Yeah, he mysteriously killed. Okay. Right. So with her husband dead and her brother dead, Lori took her two children, seven-year-old Joshua, J.J. Vallow, and 17-year-old Ty Lee Ryan, and moved to Idaho. And extended family became increasingly concerned as their contact with the kids dwindled and then stopped completely, with the kids last being seen in September. And meanwhile, Idaho investigators were looking into the death of Chad Daybell. That's the guy from the beginning, Lori's new husband's Chad Daybell's previous wife, who died in October of, quote, natural causes. See, yeah. okay. so Chad's wife died and then Chad subsequently married Lori two weeks later. And Idaho authorities uh, stated that they were working with Utah authorities where yeah. Chad's first wife was was buried to get her body exhumed for an you, autopsy. You might you might want to scrub their internet browsing history. Yeah. Big this time. Is, yeah, this is a pretty classic case. You think you think it is, Wes, but just wait till the end. So police huh. uh police all showed up at the newlyweds home, uh, you know, Lori and Chad in November mm-hmm. looking for the kids. And Lori and Chad said the kids were living with relatives in Arizona, which turned out to be a lie. And when the cops came back the next day, the couple were gone. 
and apparently had fled to Hawaii, where we found them last Saturday. Well, I'm assuming you guys have a pretty good idea what actually happened here, right? Like, it's, it's kind of making sense, writing they on the wall. They killed their spouses and then ran yes. off together. Right. Yeah, pretty simple. Just a normal love story, right? Yeah. You're wrong. Dead wrong. See, the grandparents of the children believe that Charles Vallow, Lori's estranged husband, was murdered, not killed in self-defense, and that Charles was so worried that Lori would kill him during the divorce, he sought a protective order, and that her new husband, Chad, has cult-like beliefs. And further, in the divorce documents that Charles filed, they claim that Lori believed she, she was a, quote, translated being and a, quote, God had assigned her to carry out the work of 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July 2020. So that's Lori, but her, her new husband, Chad, is also what? a cult leader. He's yeah. published more than 25 books, including one called One Foot in the Grave, and has also claimed to have died before on a number of podcast appearances he's made. Huh. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe I'm just not following, but I'm very confused. Okay. The, the, no, no, no. I think Pat's just confirming that, yes, these two crazy people did kill their spouses. In the name of God, though. In the oh, name of God. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. There, yeah, there is. It's as, there is, they're as crazy as they sounded in their, in their first pass through. So, okay. I ordered Chad Daybell's book, One Foot in the Grave. It gets here tomorrow. It's fourteen ninety nine <laughs> on Amazon. And I'll, I'll update you guys on what it's like. But these crazy <laughs> sons of bitches, they murdered like everyone. Like, Husbands, How? wives, brothers, did, kids, all dead. Did they really? Like, I, I, I'm always amazed when people like this, uh, when they flee to Hawaii, that they actually have money to flee to Hawaii. Um, you you know, heard me say 25 books, right, Wes? That's a lot of books. That's a lot of 1499. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Okay. That is true, though. People do assume that Hawaii is just where you go if you have, if you got to get away, if, you, if your life is just horrible and you got to get away from it, you just you go to Hawaii. That's this is what you assume that's what i would do that's what i think you should do. i would go to yeah. someplace not in fucking america something someplace that doesn't have an extradition well, treaty a lot of people don't have passports pat that's true so, that's why i always yeah. travel if for a passport you guys know if that. you're already a criminal you're not going to get one that's true so, yeah all right well, our next story our next listener submitted story is from 1-800 flowers so uh valentine's tip number one not all rose bouquets are created equal so if you're looking for roses that are guaranteed to impress head to my friends at 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers has some of the freshest and top quality roses for prices that you won't believe. Take care of all your rose needs today with the official florist of Valentine's, 1-800-Flowers. Right now, when you order early, you'll get 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for 10 bucks more. That's right, 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 for 10 bucks more. Seriously, right after this show, I'm going to uh, order some roses for my wife because va Valentine's Day, and that's what women want. They want to get the roses brought to them at work so they look like a boss in front of all the other girls. <laughs> it's very and true. And if my wife is listening, I've definitely booked our dinner too, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I got flowers and Take dinner. a breath, Will's wife. It's happening. There you go. Right. Don't worry. That's definitely all taken, away, <laughs> taken care of already. Anyways, roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness. 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 for 10 bucks more. It's an amazing offer, but it expires this Friday. Bouquet, bouquet prices are going up soon, so take advantage today. Pick up your delivery and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. 
Uh, so when it comes to impressing her on Valentine's Day, trust the Rose Authority, 1-800-Flowers.com, to order 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 for 10 bucks more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code HARDFACTOR. Sorry, enter code HARDFACTOR, all one word. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code HARDFACTOR. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, this one next, uh, next story comes from uh, Matt Cobe. Thank you, Matt. Um, so, guys, we have a, uh, a violent masturbator on the loose. And I'm not talking about the fact that uh, Hard Factor Mark is not on the show tonight and likely somewhere violently masturbating. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm talking like we have a guy who's jumping out at women as they stroll along the beach and then violently masturbating at them, a.k.a. Uh, you know, facing them. Because okay, so, man- whoa. I got to ask about this because yeah. I, I think I didn't know there was that many speeds. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I probably violently masturbate. Oh, I violently masturbate 99 percent of the time. Yes. OK. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think I don't think that the violence is in relation to how hard they're masturbating themselves. No, I think it's about how aggressively they're putting it in front of somebody else. Right? Right. OK, because I hurt I hurt myself at least once a day. No, because, yeah, because once you... That's a violence. bad sign. That's a bad sign. Yeah, that, you need that's to a calm little down. much, Pat. That's a little What much. are you talking about? I beat myself up. You got to well, slow it down. It becomes violent once, like, a guy um, starts masturbating in front of another woman in close proximity that doesn't want to be masturbated in front of. That automatically turns it violent no matter what speed you're going, right? The I Weinstein think, style. Yeah, the, yeah. Or the, the key word here is at. If you're masturbating at right. someone. If you're facing mm. someone, masturbating, that doesn't want to be faced and masturbated at, that's violent. You should turn yeah. your back. Yeah. Right. In that turn case. your back. Mas- it, do- yeah. it, it, do- it will probably cut it in half. If you turn your back in front of a woman, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, you wouldn't get in as much trouble, It'll I would think. cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So uh, this guy is out there. Um, just, just, uh, and also, I can't think of a time when I've ever heard of like, someone like, peacefully masturbating. Like, like any, anyone ever been If you're in public jacking off, you've got to be aggressive. Because right. yeah, you got to get your yeah. nut done. How exactly. old is this guy, too? Because as you get older, it gets harder to masturbate. It's just well, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen as quickly as it used to. Exactly. So, okay, this instance happened at uh, Wataloma <laughs> Beach in Australia, uh, where two women were walking along. A man described as a Caucasian in his 30s. He was wearing a camera around his neck and no shorts, some kind of khaki hat, jumped out and started violently slash normally masturbating at the two who uh, <laughs> tried to take a video of the man who seem unfazed at their attempt at their attempt and uh, because he probably he had a camera on on his self so yeah. maybe he was right. getting off on their reaction he got more excited yeah yeah, yeah that, he that wanted only, the video that only encourages him when you film wait you said he wasn't wearing shorts at all he was just a hat yeah. and camera and, and boots boots shirt hat camera did he get out of his car do we know they were walking back to their car so then he jumped out of the bushes he was buried in the sand yeah he was <laughs> just awesome. behind some bushes <laughs> waiting for him with his dick in his hand um, so, you know, classic case. Um, so yeah, then the, the same night, the same day, a second incident took place at Salmon Hall Reserve in, uh, Cronulla, where a man jumped out and exposed himself to a woman. His description didn't quite match the first guys, but I bet they're somewhat. Oh, there's a gang of guys jerking right. off in front of people in England. It's yeah. the same dude. There's no way it's not the same dude. Well, uh, I would think so. Yes. But he was wearing also, different clothes. It was, it was later at night. Um, yeah. And, and in Europe, it's very confusing what's acceptable and what's not in terms of male nudity and how aggressive you can be with it, because males are nude all the time in Europe. Well, like, this is Australia. You, yeah. Well, oh, this, this is Australia. Australia. 
Yeah. But oh, that's my, good my to bad. know, Will, uh, how you've you've had challenging and confusing experiences. Well, like I was in Amsterdam one time and there, we were in Vondel Park, which is a beautiful park in the middle of Amsterdam. And then there was just a giant parade of naked men bicycling through mm. the park. And like they were so like rolling up to everybody like I would consider that aggressively stick or like violently shoving your cock in my face. Right. Uh, but in Europe, I guess it's anything goes. Maybe Australia is not the same way. But, well, you know. same thing in San Francisco. The law is as long as you don't have an erection, you're allowed to be you a, see, ma- a but nude some male. of these guys are rocking the half chub constantly. That's, what that's I how say. they have to be in public. That's what I and say. So I, I, what I'm saying is it's not right. I mean, you can't. I right, because who's going to police it? I think once it? the dick gets in the hand and starts, you start masturbating, it, it becomes not okay anywhere. Maybe in itch. Europe, but like nakedness is different. But the masturbating. Look, gets... if look if you're chubbing up and you're naked, mm-hmm. that's that's violence. That's violence against other humans. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we that that's a, I, I I buy that rule. That's good. As long that's, as you're that's been established. Um, anyway, so the woman, the second woman who was uh, had was had the man expose himself to her, um, said that other ladies who might want to visit Salmon Hall should watch out and to quote trust your intuition if something feels weird. Um, and I think it's probably impossible to not, you know, feel like something weird is happening at Salmon <laughs> Hall after you hear about this. Like what every the bush fuck does that. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? I what don't the know. Fuck, how could you ever pre- prevent with your intuition a man from popping out of the bushes no. and masturbating at you? It's either happening or it's not happening. Right. She basically said, no. don't go to Salmon Hall ever again is, is, right. is what she meant to say. Um, so guys yeah. will jerk off onto you. Right. Guys might what, jump out of a bush to. and jerk off on you at Salmon Hall. Um, so, so, uh, so police are investigating and want anyone that sees, uh, who sees a man violently masturbating to notify them immediately. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the story. He, there, he's out there and, uh, um, good policy. Yeah. Notify the cops. Notify Watch the cops. Yeah. Watch be out guys. Trust cold your, days are, trust your intuition, ladies. Cold days are good <laughs> days to go to Salmon Hall. They're yeah. the only safe days. All right, guys. Ken Worthy, a North Carolina man, was straight trucked by a deer last Wednesday as he walked to his car in a McDonald's parking lot. Did you guys see this video? No. Mm-mm. It's fucking insane. We'll post it to the blog. But Ken and his wife were making their way, their way uh, to their car in the McDonald's parking lot. And this deer who was running away from the McDonald's like they just added McVenison to their menu. And he was on a collision course with this baby boomer. And the deer, I guess, had been like going like probably like 35 miles an hour. And he realized he was going to crush this old dude at about 15 feet away. So he leapt into the air and he double like double flying high kicked him pancaking this man at speed i've never seen anything like it <laughs> it was fantastic I mean, a deer can really fuck you up if it's going full speed Dude, like it's d- not i mean it could it could fuck your car up not not just a human but 100 yeah. percent. this deer was like yeah. acrobatically in the air ruined this man uh it was like a it was like a donkey kick to the man flying uh <laughs> he, is he okay Did he yeah he's a, he's fine well i'm um, thanks for asking so mr mr worthy who's a retired uh, police detective was able to prevent his diet coke from spilling that's how okay he was uh he had his diet coke in hand deer hits him pops up takes a sip of the D- dc he posted this on his facebook uh page has more than eighty thousand views uh the deer unfortunately fled the scene so it could not be questioned and his motives remain unknown um huh. But taking it to the internet, it was all like comments like, hilarious, I can't stop watching. Except for one hardo, Matt Jordan, who said, I would have put him in the choke. Uh, he would have uh, physically manhandled the deer that flew into him at full speed? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure that wouldn't it would have happened. Right. He wouldn't have been shocked from being hit by a deer at full speed and just like kind of like not knowing what No, to he would have like choked him, Will. Every other human in the world. Yeah. All right. Well, good for that guy.
Great. Uh, okay. Uh, good. I'm glad that one was short because we're going to have to like motor along to get to the rest of these. All right. Next up is a mayor double. We got we got two dumb mayors here. The first one is submitted by Tommy Bottles. That's uh, about a New Jersey mayor. John Roth, 71, the mayor of Mawa. Do you know where that is, Pat? Mawa, New Jersey? I don't know. I don't know. That's in northern New Jersey somewhere. Well, he's in trouble, I guess. Uh, maybe not really. You guys will find out. After exposing himself to his staff, before passing out drunk at a staff party. So uh, on January 10th, the office had a party where about two dozen employees showed up uh, to one of the employees' houses. <laughs> the mayor had a few pops and decided he needed to go up to bed a little early, a move that I am very well uh, acquainted with. Uh, and he did something else that I'm well acquainted with. Before he made it all the way to the bedroom, he popped the bottoms off at some point. I don't know if he made it into the bedroom past the door yet or if he popped the bottoms off in front of all the staff and then (laughs) went into the bedroom. It's unclear, but it led to several of his employees signing an anonymous letter of concern and then submitting it to him like, hey, boss, we're a little concerned for you. You got hammered and show us all your all your dick at the party. This is why you can't have you cannot have employees at your house if you have a drinking problem. It's just like it's he was at one of his employees houses. Oh, my God. That's even worse. You can't go to your employees' houses. Yeah. So he went up into a bedroom that wasn't his. He yep. put himself to sleep in someone else's bedroom. <laughs> correct. Correct. In one of his female employees' bedrooms. Oh, man. Oy. You think yeah. he was, like, laying in wait? He was nesting there? Uh, that's, like, the way that the that's what the way the article came off. It's, it's unclear because the guy's just drunk. So the mayor admitted to NorthJersey.com that he did indeed drink too much and that he did also indeed remove his trousers before his wife came to pick him up after the party. Uh, and the mayor. <laughs> yeah, right? Can you imagine me, the wife? She knew it was going to happen. She, she wasn't, wasn't there. even surprised. She's waiting for the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> peeling his pantsless ass out of another woman's bed. Anyways, uh, the mayor blames his political rivals for spreading the news about his drunken antics. Um, but it's unclear if anybody's really upset by any of this. The mayor... Uh, the, the previous mayor of this town died after they removed him from office because he accused a longtime public employee of looking at porn on his work computer. So he got removed from office for trying to get the porn off the computer. Uh-huh. And then he had a heart attack a couple weeks later. And then his family sued the city. And then now they have a mayor who just likes to show his dick to everybody when he's hammered at age 71. So yeah. I mean, this town, Mawa, is having just a rough, rough 2020. What's the, what's the population of Mawa? I'm guessing under 10,000. I, I haven't I hadn't looked it up, but it seems like Mawa with this kind of track record after the first mayor, the second mayor absolutely chose Mawa to be mayor of because he knew he could, he could get away with a lot. Right. They're not even upset that he's showing his dick. They're it's just like, trend. please stop. They're yeah, just like, trend. come on, man, just stop. <laughs> All right. This next one is from at Harks 1815. Uh, it's about another uh, not mayor yet, but a guy who wants to be mayor. Also an idiot. Eric Beach running for mayor in Appleton, Wisconsin, is pulling out all the stops for his campaign, probably inspired by the broom that Zach Galifianakis uses in that one politics movie he did with Will Ferrell. Appleton mayor hopeful Eric Beach is filling his constituents' mailboxes with rolls of toilet paper. And uh, the slogan on the toilet paper says, Getting it done, with a link to his website. So... Hmm. You guys see that? So there's a couple of things about that. Getting it done on a roll of toilet paper. One, he's basically just comparing himself to a roll of toilet paper, which is a terrible idea. He's saying he's going to get it done like the roll of toilet paper, which is just like a bad campaign. I don't think that's good. Yeah, you know, and when then, your uh, last the one's last 
like memory of you to be your the name and then the thing you use to wipe the shit out of your asshole right. with. Yeah, but I they, am it, right. They say any press is good press, right? So this is working. We're sitting here talking about the fucking mayoral candidate of Appleton, Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah, we're, talking about what a, we're talking about what a joke is, though. I'm, yeah, name I, recognition, I, Wes. Name recognition. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to say his name again. I'm going to say the toilet paper guy. He's comparing himself to a <laughs> roll of toilet paper. If you're going to use toilet paper in your campaign, it's got to be about cleaning up the shit in your town that needs to be cleaned up. Not about how you're like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. It's the yeah. fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. Or TPing uh, your opponent's houses and then right, calling, that, them, calling anything, them bitches. Anything would be better than being like, hey, I'm Eric Beach. I'm the human roll of toilet paper. Anyways, yeah. it's technically illegal uh, for candidates to give away gifts of toilet paper to get votes. And it's definitely illegal to be popping rolls of TP into anybody's mailbox because it's not mail. So it's a federal crime. Uh, so he got shut down by the cops post-haste for this uh, campaign strategy. Beach apologizes if he stuffed your mailbox so full of toilet paper that he probably fucked it up and made it all disgusting. Uh, but hey, it's just supposed to be a lighthearted joke about how he's just like a human roll of toilet paper. And so that's why you should probably vote him as your next mayor, right? I guarantee his brother's his campaign manager. Yeah, this is like a prank on him. Um, all right. All right, guys. Drinking, buddy? Yeah. Um, all right. So, guys, last night was the State of the Union. I lost by forgetting who President Trump is and betting on the number of times he would say America at the under Ooh. 64, which got slaughtered. Um, Did he hit it, the over? Uh, he he hit like the middle. It's like uh, looks only oh, like yeah. 90, 94 or something like that. It's actually they really gone. banded the hell out of all those markets, man. Yeah, of, I know. Lot, I'm, a, I'm a little unhappy with how many like there's like 10 of them. Um, Lots so. of bands. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, but it made the speech a lot better. Um, and right now you can gamble on politics. Mark wrote a great blog yesterday. We'll be writing more coming soon. So in the meantime, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get 20 bucks on us. When you deposit 20 legal in all 50 States, no strings attached, lots of action coming with the primaries and caucuses remaining. This might be the last year we actually get caucuses because of the way Iowa fucked up. So you right. know, it might be your last time to b- bet on a caucus. Yeah, uh, speaking of, I know it's w- what the fuck Wednesday, but while we're here, like yeah. uh, where we're at right now is we just watched uh, Pelosi and Trump have the weirdest State of the Union ever, mm-hmm. where Pelosi was just making faces the entire time, and then she ripped up a stack of papers at the end behind him. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, and then also Iowa. At this point, I'm going to refresh my my thing real quick, but I'm pretty sure <coughs> Iowa's still unannounced. Sixty-two so percent, probably still. Jesus Christ, get your yeah. shit together. So basically, just. A, a complete like complete clusterfuck. The government has just ruined itself for the first couple of days this week. So. Yeah, I mean they had one thing to do, the Iowa Democratic Party, in four years, and uh, they fucked it up. Um, yeah. And now they're talking about Iowa not going first. They're talking about doing away with caucuses altogether. It's uh, it's yeah, a, it's, it's I, which I agree with. I, I I agree with everything about. How caucuses are kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like them. Like, Fuck you, yeah, they're awesome. Caucuses are awesome. Will. It's you not know it. a real. I disagree. It's I not a real terrible. representation of of who's actually you know the favorite. It's it's who you know all the people that didn't get the votes and then they have to go somewhere else. It's bullshit. I agree with you, Will. But they are fun to watch. Apparently, um, they they were they're more fun to watch than people standing in line. But like, right. you shouldn't have to go declare who you're voting for. To, to, to fulfill your right to vote as an American citizen. Yeah. And the whole thing is kind of like taking away from the steam that, that Pete may have gotten because everyone's still like questioning the results now. So even though he didn't win, well, I don't think he won. I don't think he won. Well, he's in the lead as of right now. 
um, yeah. delegate lead. So, um, you know, if he ends up winning, everyone's going to be like, well, he didn't really win because it somehow got fucked up. Well, so. and then this was a listener submission. Uh, the Shadow, the, 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 yeah. the, he, he paid, his campaign paid the same people that created the Iowa caucus reporting app that fucked up the election reporting results. So it's like, and, and then Hillary Clinton somehow tied in with that company too. So it's, it's just all fucking it's, crazy. It was an ex-Hillary it's, staffer. Apparently. Yeah, ex Hillary staffer that created the uh, the app, but I, I don't I don't know if I buy into that bullshit. I don't think there's some big conspiracy. I think that they. It's not a conspiracy. To- it's just that it's just that the DNC is still employing the same people, the same group right. of people that got them into that whole pile of shit in 2016 in the first place. So they they're right. acting like they're changing, but they're not changing at all. Is what you should right. learn from Iowa. Exactly. They, I mean, they had the Department of Homeland Security wanted to look at the app that fucked up. They said, Nah, we think it's okay, and it ended up fucking up. Um, right. So yeah, DNC anyway. knows best, though you know. Even though they don't fucking know shit, right? But fuck Iowa, fuck Iowa. Let's move on to New Hampshire and a market that I think is really interesting, and that is who will come in second in New Hampshire. So Bernie's out to a pretty big lead on um, on the polls. He's up like twenty five, um, you know, point six percent. So he's he's got a pretty commanding lead in um, New Hampshire. It's pretty likely he's going to win. But who will come in second is interesting okay. because. Because right now, um, Buttigieg is trading at like 47 cents, and uh, Warren and Biden are both trading at 24 cents. So Biden is currently in second place in the polls at 17.9. Warren is at 14.2. Buttigieg is 13.1. That's you know prior to these Iowa results. Don't know how much it's going to move them. But if you take Biden at 24 cents, if you still think that he's going to hold up there, that's a... And it's not like these caucuses where it's everyone moving around. To get, like this se- is- to get second, West, or are you saying second, to win it? To second. Second. Yeah, second. Yeah. Biden, Absolutely. 24 cents to come in second at New Hampshire in New Hampshire is yeah, he's, pretty good. I agree. He's been pulling well in New Hampshire. I think he's the biggest threat to Bernie in that state based on the polls. So Right. Well, the, the, Bernie's going to win based on the – if you go by just the polls, Bernie is – Bernie's winning New Hampshire. Right. It's, 20, just, it's not – yeah. The average is 25.6 to 17.9 Biden. You know, Biden's in second. And then Warren at 14.2. Right. So – but that because Pete had such a good showing in Iowa, the, the market and predict it thinks that he's going to come in second. So he's trading at 47 cents and Biden's down there sleeping at 24 cents, but still in second place in the polls. So, Damn. you know, I think that's it's a it's a tri- it's a quadruple up if you take Biden. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm going to say to do is take Biden to come in second. Uh, what do you guys think? Any, any, yeah, I dig. I dig. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait a little bit. I'm gonna wait a little bit until uh, until Iowa gets cleared before I get in there. But yeah, okay. I think no. I, I like that pick. I think that Biden's been uh, tracking closest with Bernie in New Hampshire. New Hampshire, by the way, is was. I mean, yes, you should you should have taken Bernie when I told you to take him at fifty cents in New Hampshire. It was an obvious double up the whole time. Uh, <laughs> if, if if there's still money left on Bernie's dollar, still take it because he's gonna win. All right, Wes. What's the link? All right, it's uh, predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. $20 on us. Get in on it, for real. It's a lot of fun. Um, read Mark's blog about how it compares to sports um, you know, odds and stuff. It'll make things maybe a little bit easier for you to understand. Um, but it's, all, it's a lot of fun, so get in on it. Love it. Absolutely. All right, Pat, hey, I, I didn't shout out my, 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 my... quick. We got five minutes for the last three stories. Okay, I didn't shout Ooh. out my guy from my last one. It's B. Schmidt 225 or 255. This one's from Sohal. Uh, you guys know when you uh, you need to get paid, but you just started a new job. Like it's it's the worst, right? 
Yeah. There's all these there's all these apps out there now that like earning uh, where you like get paid the same day you work and that's cool. But one new hire at the Go On Gas convenience store in Hamden, Connecticut, he kicked it old school after his first day on the job needing cash because this employee took getting paid as you work to a whole new level or being paid the same day you work to a whole new level, stealing roughly seventeen thousand dollars worth of items on his first day at work. <laughs> what a uh, ballsy move! Yeah, it's huge. The owner of the store used an app to view the store cameras and check in on his new hire during his first solo shift and that's when he learned that the new employee had clocked out early along with a shit ton of lottery tickets 89 boxes of cigarettes and cold hard cash that's awesome yeah. i mean he must have just been stealing the entire time yeah all, yeah Im- immediately that's a yeah. full shift of stealing yeah, that was that's his first shift all, guys only shift just all stealing Yeah, and the best part is, in addition to the contraband, the employee also stole his employment folder that contained all of his personal information. And get him in trouble. The store owner says he does not know the employee's name. So that's that. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, he He got away with that. He got away, baby. He got away. That's incredible. Oh, what a wait! Wow, that's a feel-good one. All right, I got I got a double. Unfortunately, we got a little time. So this first one is from at. at Islamovsky, Is- Islamovsky, I think that's how you say that. Uh, this this one is going to take us over to Miami County, Ohio. So don't worry, it's not Florida. Miami County in Ohio, where you do not fuck with one man's bacon. Gregory Seipel, 47, is in jail for felonious assault after an altercation Thursday night. And it's unclear uh, whose house this altercation occurred in. Uh, but what happened was the attacker... Um, uh, Ba- or, sorry, sorry. The victim had made bacon in the morning for breakfast at whatever house they were at. Okay. And then at some point later in the day, Gregory, he, this is the uh, the assailant, uh, started arguing with the victim about how much bacon he had eaten from the pile of bacon that he had cooked for breakfast that morning. Mm-hmm. And one thing led to another. Gregory didn't care for the response he got. Apparently, he grabbed the guy by the head and tilted his head back and then sliced him on the neck. Shit, like he sliced um, his, 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 his... Tried to slit his throat, sounds like, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, thankfully, the victim didn't die of a slit throat, uh, and the police were able to be contacted, and Gregory is awaiting trial in jail, uh, but bacon arguments can get intense. I've seen very intense bacon this, this, arguments. But this is Darwinism. This is, this is the dregs of society weeding themselves out, and I love it. I love it when they just get into a fight <laughs> of violence... That someone's going to go to jail for with de- assault with a deadly weapon over a ba- over a bacon argument. That's great. One last one last piece of shit on the streets. You're right, Pat. Calmer heads did prevail. So in this situation, the guy who is not the uh, aggressor, he he's going to move on and not be in jail. And also, thankfully, not dead from a slit throat. All right, this last uh, food one from at Davy J twenty two. Uh, 36-year-old Dominic Calderon in Albuquerque, New Mexico, has one idiot move of the year so far in a landslide for what he did last week. He tried to pay his hooker with a cheeseburger and then got arrested for it. Okay. Uh, so what had happened was Dominic was riding his bicycle, uh, his, his you know manual-powered bicycle home from Chili's, of course, uh, when he rolled up on some fine-looking honeys on the corner uh, and so he parked his seven-speed Huffy in front of the women, and he said, hey, I might have some money coming in on Friday. Is it going to be enough to get with one of you ladies? Isn't, isn't, it, isn't that a character from Popeye? Isn't, isn't like literally this what a guy, like the hamburger guy from Popeye does? He's like, I will gladly pay you today for a cheeseburger tomorrow, right? 
Isn't that the fucking kind thing? of? Except he, this guy just happens to have a cheeseburger in his bag that he's riding on his bike with, and he just asks them, "Hey, I don't have money today. It's uh, Wednesday, but I'm gonna have money two days from now. Will it be enough to have sex with one of you?" I got these cheeseburgers, man. We saw this in Menace to Society and, as well. Yeah, and so the all sure. the hookers laughed at him, and they said, "Hell no!" All but one hooker who conveniently asked what Dominic was carrying in his doggy bag that he was biking home to his apartment from from Chili's with, to which he replied, that's my burger, girl. And then she said, that can be my price tonight. And he, of course, agreed and was promptly arrested for soliciting a prostitute and trying to pay her with a burger because the only whore that's going to fuck you for a Chili's cheeseburger is definitely a cop. Or somebody who's going to give you an STD that will definitely kill you. Right. Oh. It would have been sweet though if he did get one and he like rode away with her on his on her, on his handlebars. Yeah, I mean you got to feel bad for Dominic. I mean I he's just a, he's just a Dominic. simple idiot, you know. He's just yeah. a simple idiot. He's they like, busted him. They, they were undercover cops. She they saw him, Mark. She... she saw how dumb he was, and oh. she was like, she was like, I got this guy. Shame on them. That's yeah. fucked up. All yeah. right, let's get on to the last one. This one comes from uh, to us from someone that wanted to remain anonymous. So thank you, sir. Uh, guys, normally a weed cake being served at something called a midwinter feast would be something I could get behind. Unfortunately, can't get behind this one because that feast was happening at an elementary school and that cake was eaten by children, uh, which is just about the dumbest mess up that can happen with pot laced desserts. Your only fucking obligation when you make brownies or anything pot laced is that it does not get eaten by a kid. Um, right. You tell people in advance. That's right. It. That's it. You, you fucking hide the shit out of it. Um, and I'm not even mad at the school, which is uh, Eskasani, Nova, Nova Scotia, uh, because it was the caterer who delivered the cake that caused this mayhem. Um, so the school, which educated kids from kindergarten to fifth grade, realized that the cake might be laced with THC when several adults and kids got high as fuck, with one adult immediately going to the hospital and several kids seeking medical, medical attention later due to being really fucking high when they got home. and Just telling coloring them out. too hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they love the color. They just got much. sleepy. How silly do you feel when you're the adult that demands to go to the hospital over accidentally eating an edible? Like, do you ever live that down with your buddies? I don't think you do. No, well, because they don't have buddies. That care. Yeah, that, that's that's think... the thing. That that's a that's a determining factor on whether or not I'm your friend, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no they're, one they're, is. I, yeah. That, that person's if they had buddies were right by their bedside, being like, "How? I'm, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay, you know? David? Yeah. Are you okay?" So this is horrible. We're going to pray for you. Um, I mean, it just seems like you should be able to chew like one accidental edible once in a while. Agreed. Totally agree with you, Will. But, you know, some people that have never done drugs in their life get really freaked out if their body and their mind changes just a little bit. Um, So luckily, everyone is okay. I blame that on their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luckily, everyone's okay. But for some kids, uh, cake is permanently off the table. And for some, it will always be disappointing from here on out. Um, what's really fucked is the school did not notify the parents when this happened. They like waited uh, for like there was a post on social media about it. So, you know, not they got their kids high and then they had the parents had to find out through social media or when the kids got home and were just like dead tired and complaining that their eyes hurt. And they, they didn't were, tell the parents. They didn't call the parents immediately. No, they, they, they put out like a, a notice on looks like Facebook. And then some of the parents found out when their kids came home and were like, I don't feel very good, mom. (laughs) (laughs) They went online and saw this post and flipped their shit. Um, So, yeah, but everyone's okay. Lesson learned. No no news on whether or not the catering company is going to be in trouble or whether or not they did it on purpose. 
Uh, but yeah, be careful yeah, out there. If you're just a little weed. It, it, I mean, the, the, the Canadian Pediatric Society said this kind of thing is on the rise. So if you do have this shit in your house, put it like in your bedside drawer is not good enough. Put it like hide the shit out of it um, to be safe. Uh, and that's going to do it for Heart Factor. Thank you again for listening. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. We've got videos coming out on YouTube. Um, check out the Iowa video. We're going to be having more blogs with Predict It and Bets in the primary season. So follow us there. Uh, most importantly, debate, have a great fucking debate. Day. Debate watch party on Friday, too. Oh, debate watch party on Friday, too. All right, cool. Have a good fucking day. See you later, yeah. Yeah, no, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay, I'll get out of here. Well, that's a little rough, right? Dead boy.